now, a closer look. A sleepy morning, we're out in the boondocks. Stars being told on the red Today's segment is titled, A Sunnier Side of the Street for Refugees. Someday, we could all take the time to stop, to see how through the eyes of the human race, we are all sisters and brothers seeking warmth under the same sunshine. Since 1953, Germany has taken in 4.6 million asylum seekers. 20% or almost a million were between 1953 and 1989. However, starting in 1990, these numbers began to drastically increase. So since 1990, the number of additional asylum seekers received tallies up to around 4 million. Country to seek refuge in another man's land. You left your country to seek refuge in another man's land. You will become
confronted by strange dialects, you will be fed with unusual diets. You got to sleep in a tarpaulin house, which is so hot. You got to sleep on a tarpaulin mat, which is so cold. Oh, we on time, living like a refugee. And now it's not easy. It's really not easy. Living like a refugee. Oh, it's not easy. Oh, we on time, living like a refugee. And now it's not easy. It's really not easy. Living like a refugee is not easy. Before a refugee can apply for asylum, there's a specified process which must be followed. This process can take some time and therefore requires patience. Depending on the circumstances surrounding each individual, this may actually take a long time. And during this time, not every day is a sunny day. Here to talk with us now about some of the things she's learned over the past couple of decades from refugees and how she keeps her cool under pressure is the head of social services for refugees and asylum seekers in Munich, Inera Mission Munich. On the phone, I have Elizabeth Ramzeff, otherwise known as Mama Lisa. How uh, and why did you get your name Mama Lisa? People were very content with my counseling, and so they gave me a name of respect due to their culture, which is Mama, like a mother. So how many people are you taking the responsibility of mother for? Hundreds or thousands? Oh, lots, thousands. There is what we call fluctuation because people don't stay in the accommodation center so long. It's just between three and six weeks and then there are new people moving in. Like in a bus station or an airport, people are leaving, people are coming. Only in that kind of homes where you have been doing your concert, there the people stay longer, there they have to wait for the decision from Bundesamt on the issue of their asylum seeking. We are always on emergencies because you cannot plan your day because you never know who is coming, who wants to have your help and what kind of problem he does have. So you don't know about these things. 
So everything gets mixed up when there is a real emergency situation like deportation. Uh-huh. I had calls from the airport from someone who was even in the gate to be deported. And What? then you have to solve that problem. How do you deal with it if there's only 24 hours in a day and you need like 26 or 28 yeah, hours? Yeah, you wish that you would have 48, but <laughs> <laughs> you have to stay calm. That is the essential thing. You have to really to stay calm so that you do not get mixed up. Does laughter help? <laughs> Every time, yes. <laughs> you have to have a certain sense of humor to do this work for years. How many years have you been doing this kind of job? Because you're like the leader of this. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing that since 1998. In two more years, it'll be 20 years. Yes. Wow. And you haven't pulled your hair out of your head? No. Why? Great. Oh, that's right, because you've got laughter. Yeah, sure. Ah, okay. I'm laughing every time, and people are also very, very tough and smart. The clients, very nice. You learn so many things from new cultures. I'm and sure. And you also learn how privileged you are in your own life, because we are living here since 70 years in freedom. Other people cannot say anything about that, because they are not living in freedom. They have to flee. And they are messed up with their lives. So everything is wonderful. We are very, very privileged to live in Europe. So freedom that we take for granted for others is actually looked at as a luxury. Yes, it is. It seems to be as if out of Europe there is no luxury like this. Amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. We are living in good times without war and everything. And we are privileged and we have to really to think that it is like that because other people are not so privileged like we are. That puts things in perspective. The thing is that, that you learn that other problems are more important than the problems that you have, like even paying a bill or coming too late to office. You learn that your life is privileged. You've seen over the 18 years lots and lots of people coming from foreign countries. How has it been in the last couple of years? The number is increasing of people who are coming. That is the only thing. But the organization that you have in place continues to work as it always has, just the numbers yes, are Yes, we are continuing like the years before. We have now more employees, which is very nice. I was the head before of 10 people or 20, now we are 130. This job is what we call in Germany a Traum job, a job of dreams, because you are meeting so many nice people. And they teach you that your life is privileged. It raises the appreciation of our own life, of yes, what we have. Yes, the appreciation of my own life is very, very high. I'm very, very content. There is no midlife crisis. I'm not seeking <laughs> any kind of sense in my life because I have a sense in my life. These concerts that were done by the Smile Project. Yeah, people are talking about that, that they like it a lot. Would you like to encourage other groups to contact you to come and... Sure, yeah. yeah, sure. Because having a little concert is very, very nice. Would they just contact you or... Yeah, how they, should they should contact me by email and then 
I look which kind of home could be suitable for the program, and then we make up contact with my employees there uh, on that home. What is the email address that the people should write to you at? It is in German. It is Asylberatung at EM, that is for Innere Mission, minus München.de. Do you have some final words that you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah, that everybody should open his heart for welcoming other people from other cultures who have been fleeing from war. It sounds like something that everybody could do. Yeah, I think so. I think so, too. It has been my pleasure speaking with you, Mama Lisa. Thanks. And I wish you an absolutely wonderful day. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Recently, the SMILE Project performed again for more refugees in Munich. The SMILE Project is a private initiative started four years ago to give foreign nationals a chance to give something back to their host city of Munich without needing to speak German, and so they have an opportunity to bring love-filled energy through song for the sheltered audiences for whom they sing. Here now are the thoughts from one such refugee who attended this most recent Smile Project performance. Hello. Hello. Is this Asma? Yes, I'm Asma. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, thank I'm. You. Yes, thank you. It's so nice to speak to you. Uh, same to you. So, Asma Sarvar, did I say yes. your name correctly? Yes. You're from where? I'm from Pakistan. Okay, so to help our listeners, they might not always know exactly where that is. So which countries are to the west and north of Pakistan? North of um, East Afghanistan. And then to the west is Iran? Yes, Iran. And then to the east would be, what, India? India, yes. And then to the south would be, what, the ocean, the Arabian Sea? Okay, so the climate might be a little bit different in Pakistan as it is in Germany. Not really. I found it similar. Not too much change because we have four seasons. Oh, wonderful. And yes. how about then the cultural change? Is it? Yeah, I found it very good, very nice and humble, you know, culture. Very good culture. Beautiful. So you were at the performance from the Smile Project. What were your thoughts about that concert? I think that type of concert should be done in the future because uh, it brings happiness and change in the lives of people. What do you think was your favorite part of the Smile performance? Uh, that uh, beautiful song, When You're Smiling. I love that. You like that song, yes. When You're Smiling. <laughs> Do you have a personal secret for happiness that you would like to share with our listeners? Yes. For me, peace is very important and peace gives happiness to others. So this is life. I love peace. And so you'd like to share with our listeners the message of peace? Yes. 
Then, Asma, I thank you so kindly for speaking with us, and sure. we wish you a lovely day. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. You're oh, welcome. I'm obliged. <laughs> thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. To say that a day in the life of a refugee social worker isn't easy is an understatement. Therefore, let's go now and get the scoop firsthand. On the phone, I have one of the social counselors that works with the refugees here in Munich. Her name is Nilab Alukazai. She's one of the members of a team of six that I believe are responsible for 400 people. Hello, Nilab. Are you there? Yes. I'm here then. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? You sound like you're in a relaxed state. You don't sound like you're in stress. What happened? I'm very relaxed because I've been looking forward to this interview and to talk about the nice project we had on Monday. So why don't you tell our listeners about the project that you had on Monday? We had an amazing project, Smile Project, in our house for the first time, a nice live concert, a choir of international people singing really beautiful songs for our people and for us. And it was an amazing experience to all of us, this 45 minutes in two sessions that gave us as workers and the people who are living here some nice moments we cherish and give us energy for the next days. The two performances, the first performance was for a special group of people and the second performance was for a different group of people. How did that work? The first one was for one of the houses where we have people living and the second one for second house. It was very nicely made because the first group was a bigger group and they talked after the sessions about this concert and people who didn't attend or who were not on time, they were really unhappy because they didn't have the chance. Same applies to the second group. They really enjoyed it. At the beginning, when we explained to them what kind of choir that is, which they don't know in that way in their home countries, they were a bit like, hmm, how could it be? But after that, they were smiling like the songs and the project and were really, really grateful for those moments. Can you tell our listeners of these 400 people, which ones are you responsible for? Do you speak uh, several languages? Yes, my job here, mainly I am responsible for people who are speaking Dari or Farsi, Urdu, Hindi, and English. How was a typical day for you? Well, we start early, <laughs> and some days there are some more small emergencies, some days they're without, but days where we have guests like the Smile Project in our house, they really enrich our days because it's not only a change for the people, it's also a change for us to see the people in a happy moment, not only confronted by problems. 
So in the evening when we go home, I can say that for myself. Each day I feel happy because I contribute to something. Very nice. Do you think that there should be more of these types of performances by maybe other small ensembles that get together and give a performance? Yeah, sure, definitely, because it helps us as social workers. And another thing is that people who are coming from far away here, they get a connection to the outside world because mainly we are the only contact to them in the beginning. And projects like this, they can integrate them much better into the society. To have regular contact like that. Yes. Who would they contact? Let's say that there's a little dance ensemble that wants to do something, or there's another singing ensemble or a classical ensemble. Who would they contact? How would they be able to get on your calendar? All right. The first contact, they need to send us like an email or call that okay. they are planning to do this. And after that, obviously, we need to speak to our heads, okay. the chiefs. And if there's nothing against it, we arrange a date for the performances and make it able here on the ground here. And after that, they can perform because we are very happy to have volunteers or people who would like to perform something for people who are just arrived and they have suffered a lot, most of them. Of course. So it's a nice way for them as well to forget for a moment the sorrows they have. What would be the email address that our listeners would send an email to? People can always email me. It's nalukuzai at em minus münchen.de Okay, so it's n-a-l-o-k-u-z-a-y at i-m minus m-u-e-n-c-h-e-n dot d-e Exactly. The 400 people that are in your domain, are they from all over the world or are they from particular areas? Well, we have from Syria, from Iraq, from Pakistan, from Afghanistan, from Nigeria, from Senegal, Sierra Leone, Eritrea, from everywhere, Okay. basically. But mostly, obviously, from Syria or Afghanistan or Iraq. Do you have any final thoughts or words of wisdom that you would like to share with our listeners? Well, I would say that in these days, everybody of us can make a change. And with acts like your performance or any kind of acts uh, where we get together with people who are coming in our societies, we change our society to a good for the next generation. I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> Then thank you, Nilab, for taking My the pleasure. time for speaking with us. And we My wish pleasure. you an absolutely wonderful day. Thanks to you too. Thanks a lot for the opportunity. is Ellis Island, home to the Immigration Museum because between 1892 and 1954, it was the nation's principal immigration station. 
During this time, it was also known as the Golden Door, and at the peak decade between 1900 to 1909, immigrants arrived at an average speed of around 100 per hour. Within eyesight is Liberty Island, home to the Statue of Liberty. On the pedestal at its base is a plaque engraved with the famous poem by Emma Lazarus, titled The New Colossus. It reads like this. Not like the brazen giant of Greek fame, with conquering limbs astride from land to land, here at our sea-washed sunset gates shall stand a mighty woman with a torch, whose flame is the imprisoned lightning, and her name, Mother of Exiles. From her beacon hand glows worldwide welcome. Her mild eyes command the air-bridged harbor that Twin Cities frame. Keep ancient lands your storied pomp, cries she. With silent lips, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. The wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these, the homeless, tempest-tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. Open up and look inside. Your heart will be your guide. Look and tell all you want to know. Let go when you worry comes. Just unlock your doors. And I will show you where to go. of a refugee is filled with so many difficulties and obstacles that each must overcome, many times alone. When others share with them from their heart, this produces a welcomed hiatus for them. We heard today several pleas for heartfelt entertainment for these refugees. You now have two email addresses, both pleading for more of such performances. Perhaps you and your colleagues can get together and start your own unique smile-type project for bringing to them a little sunshine and in the process, brightens their day. I'll give a little bit I'll give a little bit There's so much that we need to share So send a smile and show that you care See them.
is that the contents of this show just might inspire you, the listener, to reach out and give someone some of your time. On behalf of the folks here at Radio Laura, we hope you go out and lend a helping hand to your sisters and brothers in your community, helping them to find the sunnier side of the street. Making the decision to do so could be as quick as snapping your fingers. Turned away from it all like a blind man Sat on a fence, but I don't want Keep coming up with love, but it's so slashed and torn Why? 